Hello and welcome to the Survival to Success podcast. I am your host, retired nurse practitioner and transformational coach, Diane Goodmanson. I'm here to guide you through open, real conversations to help you successfully navigate life as an ambitious high achiever. This podcast covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being along with how to honor yourself deeply down to the level of who you really are. I'm here as a coach who has been there. I've learned the lessons and have transformed my life and I'm now going to be your guide to a positive relationship with yourself. It is time to make your health and well-being a part of who you are and not just another thing that you have to do. This podcast will help you not only create the life that you want, but will teach you to love and appreciate yourself in the process. Welcome to the Survival to Success podcast. Hey, it's Diane here. Welcome to episode number 33 of the Survival to Success podcast. Now, the topic for this episode is stress makes us fat. Now, of course, nobody wants to hear that. However, when we think about stress, what is it that, why do I say it makes us fat? Well, it's actually two different sides to that. Number one, it can cause fat to be deposited on the body, but also having excessive stress can lead to um, the body having trouble letting go of fat. Even if you're trying to release the weight, um, you're, the, the stress that we experience releases a, a hormone called cortisol, which most of us have heard about. And if you, to put it in the context, the cortisol, when you, the cortisol levels are too high because of excessive stress, then what happens is the body, it's kind of like the body being in fear. And the body is, is fearful because things don't feel safe, things don't feel healthy. And so the body is kind of worried in, in a sense. And so because the body is worried and scared, it is, it is afraid to let the fat go because it's holding on to the fat because of the perceived risk. And so, uh, and then the body also feels by holding on to the fat, it's also for uh, safety. And so I think back to when I used to be experiencing excessive stress, and then I wanted to reflect on the kinds of things that were in my life that were giving me stress that I did not realize were actually stressed that were affecting my ability to to lose the weight and to get healthier and to have better energy. And so when I reflect back, I think about my tendency to worry and to overthink and to overanalyze situations. So when we're in a place where we're overthinking and overanalyzing, we can actually take our stress to a very high level because it can lead to overwhelm, it can lead to feeling like you're on a hamster wheel where you're always just doing and overdoing and but never really accomplishing and never really getting where you want to go. And so 
as a result of being in that state, which could be overwhelm, um, it could be just that you figure that you feel like you've just got too much on your plate and too many things to do. What can happen is, is that when you're living in that state, you will naturally do more things to increase your stress. For example, if you're in an overthinking and overanalytical state, then how do you think your relationships will be when you're continually irritable and triggered? So if you think about that in your life, in your day-to-day -day relationships, if you're irritable and triggered by the people in your life, that's going to add to what you're already experiencing with all of your overwhelm, your overthinking and your overanalyzing. So this is what I was doing to myself. And so this is me now just reflecting back on what I was doing to myself that was creating difficulty. It was creating struggle. It was creating stress, which then got uh, compounded on a significant level and led to re repeating overwhelm. So now, okay, let's think about this. I am overthinking and overanalyzing. So now I'm triggered by my kids and by other people in my life. It causes me to be irritable. I may actually drink more alcohol to cope with my stress. Um, I, and then I'm on the hamster wheel and running around trying to accomplish things, not feeling great. And, and then in the overwhelm state, how well are you gonna be doing at your work? You know, some people, like and when I look back at myself, I was in this overwhelm, this over overthinking state, but I'm looking back with the eyes that I have now, and I can see that I was in overthinking overwhelm and on a hamster wheel and constantly being triggered and making my life hard. However, when I was in it, when I was in it and I was doing all the things and I was, um, you know, kind of in that day-to-day -day functioning, I felt like I had to be super efficient and productive and work hard and all these things. And so when I was in it, I did not have the insight to realize what I was doing to myself and to compound this even further, when you're in that kind of a state, you really don't have good quality sleep. You might think you have good sleep, but most of the time you'll wake up and you'll be kind of on the, the groggy side. And so you're not gonna be functioning at your best for sure. And so what are the things I was able to do and transform in my life to get out of that? First of all, I had to become, I had to slow down and I had to become aware and realize that I was impacting my health by overworking. And it was not easy for me to see this because remember, I was a go-getter. I was working so hard. I was running multiple businesses. I was do, 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 doing all the things, feeling like I was superwoman. I could do so much stuff and I was accomplishing everything. Well, that's lovely, but I couldn't sit still for more than a minute. So how, how good is that for my 
stress level and my cortisol level when I'm running on high all the time, right? And so I learned that time, I was so, I had such a bad relationship with time. I was always in this massive rush, rush here, rush there. And so I first learned about the concept of time and simple time management strategies and also slowing down and learning how to stop having issues like procrastination because this was a big thing that created a lot of stress for me was because I kept on putting things off. Okay, I'll just do the easy things. Run, 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 run. Do this, do this, do this. And so I was doing a lot of busy work, but there was a, a lot of things that if I just would have slowed down and actually just do it now, then it wouldn't have been that I had two, three, three or four or five things on my mind that I felt like, oh, I still have to do this. Oh, I still have to do that. Oh, wait, I got to do this. So I had a number of things on my mind at all times that I still had to do. And so it was this constant pressure because of the procrastination, which is really a form of fear, but we can talk about that another time. But that in itself is living in that type of struggle and in the cycle of procrastination was a lot of stress. And so I, at getting coaching myself, learned that in order to have health and like true health be part of my life, then I had to allow for healthy space in my life, time. I had to allow time for myself. I had to work towards creating space in order to allow the time to to truly allow um, health to come into my life and to reduce that stress. And so what I also learned is during that time, and I've talked a lot about thoughts because the thoughts we can that we have can be either empowering or very destructive. And so I learned over the last couple of years, especially that having habits of thought are a big killer of not only your time, but any kind of results that you're looking for in your life, whether it's relationships, health, whatever. But now what I'm focusing on is stress is induced by the way we think. I was thinking, remember, I was overanalyzing and running around and doing so many things, but feeling my thoughts were that I'm just a hard worker. I just get shit done. Like I'm a real doer, but people don't understand, right? So that was the way I was thinking, which was actually very destructive because I did not have insight into how those thoughts were really affecting me, my health, and giving me a level of stress that was unhealthy. So now, as I'm working on designing the Reset for Life program, where I want to really be able to help people with, with this type of thing so that you can have reduced stress, so that you can achieve your goals and have 
peace and, and downtime and, and to be able to actually enjoy your life instead of running on a hamster wheel. So people ask, okay, so how can you help me? So part of, of, of my work is to help people to overcome those destructive thoughts. Like for example, I have too much that I have to do. So have to is in quotes because people do this to themselves, say that they need to do things, I have to do things, I must do things. And they basically, uh, by, by continually talking to themselves like that, they are um, affecting their own freedom and their own um, ability to choose what to do from one minute to the next because they're putting demands on themselves. So part of what I do to help people is to really recognize and become aware of the thoughts that are getting in your way and things uh, and, and opening, opening your eyes to the ways that you're being hard on yourself and the way that you're sabotaging yourself by focusing on lack thinking. So this, this is thoughts of lack. For example, I have no time. I have no energy. I have no money. Run, run, run. And so you can imagine by having all those thoughts, then one thing leads to another and the problem becomes compounded. The stress becomes compounded and then you do not achieve your, the, your health or fitness goals, you know, for all of those reasons. So you can see that it all boils down to the power of the way we think because the mind is incredibly powerful. And so basically in the Reset for Life program, I really focus on treating your relationship with time. And even in this podcast, you know, just talking about some of these things can really build your awareness. And awareness is always the first step towards positive change. So in the Reset for Life, it's, it is treating your relationship with time, becoming aware of what kind of things that you are, are doing that are causing you your own stress, and ways to simplify your life and to not overcomplicate things. And so there's strategies and tools that you can use that can help make a difference. But until you slow down and pay attention and become aware, then they're not going to help you. The next thing is, is that it's important to commit to having, or at least be open to, and like I said, you have to be aware first before you can even move to this step, is to commit to having different habits of thought. So what this will do is, if you change the way you think or the habitual way you think in terms of, ah, oh, I, you know, I never have enough time. I never have enough energy, blah, blah, blah. All of those thoughts, those are habits. So if we shift your thinking and shift those thoughts into more empowering thoughts, then what happens is, is it makes your day-to-day -day habits, whether it is eating properly, getting good sleep, having enough water, like all the little healthy habits that making small little changes like that really makes a huge difference in achieving your goals and to reducing 
your stress. So again, it's a lot about putting into the body what makes the body efficient and run in a healthy way. But the key is, the key is again, those thoughts. It's a big deal. So when you are able to relax and be peaceful and be happy and not have things be struggle, uh, a, a struggle and be super hard, then you have less cortisol. You have less stress and it makes your body less fearful. Your body is not so worried about being safe and it allows you to easily, easily release the fat that your body is holding on to. And there's other things that can cause stress in our life too, like past traumas and other things that can also be addressed in this program, but I won't get into on the podcast here. But ultimately, a lot of the stress that, that is in our life is what we create for ourselves. So learning how to shift that thinking is absolute magic. So that is it for this episode. I will put more information in the show notes about the Reset for Life program. And if you feel called to do so, please enter your name and email so that you can get notifications about more information and opportunities coming up for you. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode.